is the one thing that's on everybody's mind, the one thing that everybody's waiting for, and the one thing that everybody can't wait to be over. Welcome to episode five of the Ace Side Podcast, Politics as Usual. Let's get it. Yes, it is time. It is time. Forever. Let's go. Yes. Welcome to the Aces High Podcast. I am your host, Smoking Aces. Thank you for tuning in with me. For all my return listeners, thank you for coming back. Thank you for joining me again. Hope you enjoyed this one as well. For all my new listeners, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving the boy a shot. Um, hope everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is staying safe, doing what they need to do, taking care of their people, taking care of their family. Um, making sure your situations are good, especially going into this holiday season. I mean, it's, um, one of the more hectic holiday seasons I can imagine. Uh, definitely nationwide. I know for me, it's incredibly, uh, hectic holiday season, but Normally it is around this time. This time of year, it always seems to sort of be like a a cascade of mass amounts of shit coming my way. So be honest, I'm used to mass hysteria around this time. But this year, obviously, just seems like there's a lot more going on and a lot of us on a larger scale are just dealing with a lot in this season. And obviously around this season, you know, people's emotions are all over the place. People are in different states. So I hope you guys take care of yourselves out there because shit's real. And um, shit is about to get realer. Here we are two days, two days away, about roughly uh, from the election for the next president of the United States. Now, be clear, this is not a political podcast. Um, this is not something that I regularly, regularly, pardon, um, I'm going to be talking about, but it just seemed too heavy to be able to just pass over one of the most visible, one of the most talked about, one of the most controversial elections, definitely that I've seen in my lifetime. And we've all been speaking about it. We've all been talking about it. Everybody's been watching the news. Everybody's been giving their ideas and making their play for their candidate on um, social media and through different platforms and through the papers. It's been a lot of back and forth going on. Been a lot of sniping going on. Mass amount of just controversy and wild shit that has come out and been said by supporters, by candidates. And 
it's definitely something that has become, especially for this generation and this time and age, great reality TV. It has kept us all engaged. It has kept us all with eyes on screens, just waiting for what's the next thing that's going to pop up. It's been completely unpredictable, to say the least, and then throw in everything with with COVID and, you know, shutdowns and the economy, everything. It's, it's just a mass amount of things that have made this probably one of the most intriguing elections this country has ever seen. Um, one thing I will say is I have grown to understand the logic behind some folks that choose not to vote. Let me let me clarify what I mean by that. Um, obviously, the talking point and the the rhetoric right now is get up and vote, get up and vote, get up and vote. And I urge everybody to do so. But in this year, this year has been definitely one of the years where I've had probably more political conversations with people than I've ever had political conversations with people that are Democrat, people that are Republican, people that are independent, but also a large amount of people that have chosen not to vote. And I'll be the first to tell you, like, obviously back in the day and just growing up in a household that voted, that pushed voting in communities that pushed voting, it is, um, it was ingrained in me that not taking the opportunity to go out and vote was absolutely horrible, was the worst thing that you could do. Now, personally, I think that every person in this country should take the opportunity to vote. I personally find my thought process is that if the voting wasn't important in some way, that they wouldn't, one, urge you so much to vote, and two do everything they possibly could to throw out votes or make votes not count or keep people from voting. If it was no problem at all and it meant nothing, then I don't think they would care. They would just be like, fuck it, let everybody do it because it wouldn't matter. So I feel like just by that, for whatever reason there may be, there is definitely a benefit and a reason that we have to go out and let our voice be heard for whichever candidate. But one thing I will say is that I understand from a level of a person that chooses to withhold and say, you know what? I'm not really liking this candidate at all. I'm not really liking this candidate. I don't really see anything in this system that has happened that has forced me to feel as though if I put my vote behind said candidate that now everything will change and everything will switch up for me and life will be noticeably better. So I understand. I understand. I, I've I've gotten over the part where it's just like, what? You're not voting? Like, people are ready to pull out pitchforks and torches, take these people out because they're not voting. And my thing is, that is your right as well. 
Now, people don't have to agree with that. And everybody has the right to do what they choose. But it's because everybody has the right to do what they choose that if a person chooses to say, you know what, I'm going to bypass picking one of these candidates because I don't believe in either one of them. I don't like them for either any reason. And they have an argument that they morally are standing behind. I don't know how you can really fault them for that. You can, again, we can disagree. We can disagree. That's why we have different parties because obviously we disagree. Um, I come from long line Democrats, long line Democrats, fam, whole families, Democratic. I've voted Democratic. Um, I voted Democratic this year. I definitely had a little bit more trouble this year as I dig deeper into everything. I really, really wanted to feel like I wanted to know why I was voting for who I was voting for. I didn't want to just go in blindly and just vote for somebody. Um, and I also didn't want to fall into the trap that I see a lot of people fall into right now, which is the strictly, well, anybody to get Trump the fuck out of office. Now, mind you, this dude is an absolute piece of work like when you talk about a dude that i would never in a million years have thought we would have stooped so low to elect in the first place but let alone the things that he has done the rhetoric that he has said the way that he has went about carrying himself as a person has automatically shut me off from even entertaining him to this point. Um, but I didn't want to fall into just the, I want Trump out. So this is why I'm voting for Biden. I wanted to understand why I was voting for Biden I wanted to feel confident in the choice, independent of Trump. And I'm as confident as we can be as voters. Let's be honest. If you are a person in America, if you are a black person in America, particularly if you're a minority in America, um, there's a lot to be said for the fact that there are a lot of issues that we have dealt with in this country throughout time that have not been dealt with. There are a lot of systemic things that continue to go on from when my mother was a child to when I was a child to now me having a child. So yes, we are well within our rights to question to criticize, to pick apart these candidates. That is why they are there. That is why they campaign for us. That is why they go out and do all the speeches and the debates. Because this is essentially their interview process for the country. 
Now, one thing I will say as far as for the country, to the people that are my non-voters, I can understand how you could feel like, well, the president has no real power, quote unquote, or, well, we've seen these presidents come in out and things are same. And, but one thing that makes a difference to me is that the president is your representative for the country. That is the person who is the face of the country. That is the person who, when people look outside, that is going to be the person that they deal with. If you had a job and you could choose the person that represented your company, you would hopefully take that decision. Yes. Will it make maybe will it make a difference on what you get paid or will it make a difference in your everyday scheduling or your everyday life at that job? Maybe not, possibly not. But at the end of the day, if you have a choice to pick who represents you, I think you should take that. And with the presidency and what I looked at, there was no way, obviously, that Trump was getting that vote from me. Um, no way. No way that he was getting that, that vote of confidence from me. Um, is Biden a perfect candidate absolutely not he definitely has this history of things he definitely has his uh things that we can absolutely poke holes in and say hey you've been in for a while now why haven't you been pushing harder for these things to happen and i think that's things that we need to continue asking him and bringing up i think we need to continue bringing up his record to bring up Harris's record. I think we need to continue to be critical of whoever makes it in office. And I think that's where a lot of the dissension happens between parties, happens between different ideas and thoughts, is that once everybody gets into a train of I'm voting for X, Y, Z person, it becomes this thing where people can no longer sit down and have legitimate conversation and criticize their candidate in fear that if I criticize this person or if this person stands with this person, it may swing this and my guy may lose. Let it be clear. There's there's two ways to look at this. Whoever gets in that office is your guy because they will represent your country. In saying that, you need to be thorough in continuing to put pressure on these people regardless of if it was your guy or not, regardless of if it's your person or not. And if Biden gets in, what we can't do is look at this as some victory in the sense that now everything's going to turn around. I feel like that is the issue that we've had 
when it's come to voting, when it's come to the the when it's come to everything that we deal with in America, we put so much weight behind these men that we put in power or that get put in power, however you want to look at that. We put so much weight in them that we start to take away all fault from them. We start to take all away, away all problems from them. We start to get to a point where it's like, you can't criticize them or say anything about them or say anything positive about the next person because it hurts my person. It hurts my person's chances of getting in. And then when you work so hard to get them in, then you don't want to down them because it becomes this thing where it's like, well, we work so hard to get him in. We got him in. We're happy he's here. We don't want to complain too much because the last guy was horrible. So we won't say anything bad about him. And what we need to do and what I hope we're going to do this time. I, I've, I've seen no proof of this happening as of yet. But again, the conversations have been different. The times are different. The age we're in is different. The problems and the realities that we're dealing with are different. So let's hope that the solutions and the conversations that we're having afterwards are different. Let's hope. I hope that we push whoever is in office. I hope that we get to a point where we're not just laying back on our laurels and saying, he made it so everything's good now and then we look up in four years or eight years and we're like having the same arguments about the same things we're having the same debates about the same things why are we talking about the same type of shit every election cycle it's important stuff but at some point you would hope that you would look up and see that things have gotten progressively better and that we found maybe some different problems to deal with or some different issues to look at and work on or that we just see more progress than what I feel like we need to see specifically when it comes to socially when it comes to how we deal with each other when it comes to the wealth gap particularly the wealth gap, because we all know that's fucked up. Coming from a person who knows very well about being at the other side of that wealth gap, the far other side of that wealth gap, not even going to play around with you. That is one thing that at some point is going to have to be dealt with in a real way. Um, and it's just, again, it's just disheartening that we always have these same debates because we don't want to have that conversation at the time or the people who, let's say, vote these people in. So if you're a Republican, you're the hardcore Republican, you voted for Trump, you're a Trumper, you're rocking the hat, all good. Okay, fine, whatever. But you didn't hold him responsible for anything that's been going on. You've, the, you have people that refuse to criticize him. 
refuse to say anything bad about him. Refuse to say that this thing that he said was absolutely out of pocket and wrong. Even if it is blatantly out of pocket and wrong. And I feel like it's the same way on the Biden side of things. You have people that are walking on so many eggshells. They are afraid. So afraid that Donald Trump will get reelected that it's like, oh, no, you can't can't question him. Well, how do we make sure that we have the prime candidate that we need if everybody's tippy toeing around trying not to offend the people that we are putting in power to represent us? So again, hopefully this is starting to be a change, but you, you see a little bit of change and then you see things sort of stay where they're at, stay the same. Nobody, everybody's pretty much doing the same shit. And, it, and, and that I hope we see something different, a new outlook on things. Um, now, one thing I will say, I think either way this election goes, we know how it's looking now. We know what happened last time, so everybody knows not to be too optimistic or pessimistic, depending on uh, which side you're on at this point. But one thing I will say, and one thing that I've seen that I highly disagree with, and I think that over the course of these past few weeks watching everything and having the conversations I'm having, I think either way it goes, I think we will be okay. Um, you know, I think the people will be all right. Now, is everybody going to like it? No. And people are going to be upset, pissed off, angry, throwing a fucking hissy fit if, you know, their person doesn't win. Yeah, obviously, it has ramifications as far as legislation and things like that as well. So I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly that there are a lot of freedoms that could be at stake. However, I do feel that we have definitely dealt with maybe not as bad as as this guy, but We've dealt with a lot of bad situations. We've dealt with some bad presidents. Um, we've seen lots of things that have hurt us over time and things that have you know, been done to us as a people here in this country. Uh, things that hurt us, things that, you know, We've, we've seen a, a lot. We've seen a lot. And while I, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world, though. I don't think if Donald Trump gets reelected that the world implodes on itself. And that is the breaking point for our civilization. I, I really don't. Um, I think we, I think we, we, we figure it out. You know, it's, it's very honest, but I think we figure it out. I think we, you know, in a sick and crazy way. I think 
if he were to get reelected, I think it really wakes people up. I think it really makes people go out there and put even more pressure into the next person. I think it puts fuel in the fire. One thing that I will say about this Trump presidency that I, I found interesting, an interesting sort of crossroad that has happened in the Trump era is the fact that in this Trump era, we had, you know, exposing of a lot of deep and dark secrets that have been going on in this country. Um, one thing that Trump did is he really bought out or I think in looking at him and looking at how we feel about him, I think what happened was we started looking at a lot of the other guys, women and people in power and people in entertainment and different little, these situations that sort of always went under the radar. Everything got bought to the forefront. Everything got picked up just a little bit. Everything started getting exposed. So a lot of these people that were moving in the shadows before, it's almost like a magnifying glass was put on them. That all of a sudden, these things started coming out. And people started getting exposed for the horrible pieces of shit that they were. And if there's any positive we can pull from that, I think that's a positive. Is that somehow having someone like a Donald Trump be in office has made us even more vigilant in trying to deal with problematic individuals and make sure that they are held accountable for what they do. So it's like a crazy thing, but I, I think again, it's, it's like, it's like in life when you are brought up with hard times, when you are brought up in, in trying times, a lot of times those trying times can open up doors and expose things to you. I feel like that's what happened here as well. Um, so in saying that, I think that with the way that everything is going with who this man is, how he's behaved, how he's dealt with people, I think if he were to come out and win this election, I somehow think that everything that happened these first four years would be magnified. With that said, it also will draw more of a rift between people. Um, I think that right now you are probably looking at us and at this, this country at one of the most divided times that we've ever seen and everybody sort of picked their sides. Um, I do think that the reelection of this man leads to more of that divide.
I don't think it leads to solidarity. I think it leads to more, uh, uh, more of a gulf between people and their views and their thoughts. Because if one thing is for certain, that is definitely something that he has succeeded in is dividing this country sometimes to two extremes. That would be a horrible detriment of his reelection. From what it's looking like, the boy's not going to make it. Of course, I may come back next pod and eat those words, but from what it's looking like, it's looking like, you know, that Joe Biden will win based on the polls, which by the way, somebody tell me how those polls work. I looked it up today and for life of me, nothing seemed to make sense. It was was like, okay, there's this, this poll and that poll and they call people and then they try to draw out, figure out and use percentage out who's voting for who at that point. So polls, polls, but as of right now, it's looking promising for Joe Biden. And then the question becomes, well, what is he going to do? What is going to happen? Uh, Dudes coming to... Guys coming into a shitstorm. Coming into a real bad situation. You have coronavirus that's going on. No vaccine as of right now. More distrust in government and more distrust in the figures that we put in power more animosity towards them, definitely. I mean, particularly with the whole fucking stimulus bill bullshit, motherfuckers going on vacation and, you know, playing around with people's money while, you know, people are struggling to keep a business open or pay their rent, pay a mortgage, pay light bills, pay car notes. People are struggling to eat. People are playing around with the money because people at the House, people in the Senate, President, all this ego going on, all this catty shit going on. And in the meantime, the people are suffering. So you're Biden, you're coming in with that. You're coming in with coronavirus, dealing with that. You're coming in with a trash-ass economy. Trash economy. Unemployment numbers. Super high. So to say that he has his work cut out for him is an understatement. He absolutely has his work cut out for him when he steps in. And while, yes, obviously with the amount of shit that he has to deal with, we're going to have to give them some time to get everything in order. But the issue becomes the fact that how much time do we give them? And how do we make sure and hold them accountable to make sure the shit gets done this time? How do we not get complacent? Because one thing, one negative, 
that I can see of a Biden presidency is the complacent factor in our brains. Because a lot of people would be like, man, Trump's out. They'll be so excited that Donald Trump is out of office that they'll forget that shit still has to get done. That we still have to get things in order. That this man is not just a savior from the orange devil, but this man is in charge now of this country, this corporation, whatever you want to call it. He's in charge now. He's the man now. So he has to make sure that shit's in order. He has to make sure that things are done correctly. He has to make sure that we see some of the real change that he's been going around speaking of and talking of. And on top of actually making changes, cleaning up the mess that we're in, it's a tall order. And the man's 77 years old, 76 years old. He's not a young man. So, so the, so, so the pressure is very high. I don't envy him. It's interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday, how everything plays out. I mean, right now, it's looking like there's going to be a battle even after Tuesday, unless it's a sweep either way. Um, so it lo- it definitely looks like it's going to be be a battle. Um, and there's going to be hurt feelings and hurt egos and like that is the only thing i'm just like god i am not looking forward to trump losing and having to hear that shit from him because you know he is going to whine like a motherfucker if he loses he is going to be all over the place and it is going to be dumb annoying i know i'm muting the word trump from my timeline after this election. Like I I just can't even deal with the shit no more. I'm I'm just ready for it all to be over. I feel like a lot of us are like that. I feel like these last couple of weeks it has been a lot of tension in the air. People have been very snippy and catty with each other. People have been real nasty, quick to judge, quick to spin on somebody, quick to throw people out many arguments among different factions of folks now already trying to place blame on who would be to blame if if this happens or who would be to blame if that happens or you know why are you doing this the way that i don't want you to do it and the tension has been extremely high and i don't know if it's just because i'm a little bit more aware that I've been paying, uh, I, I can speak personally, I've been paying probably t- more attention to this election cycle than any that I've ever seen before. And quarantine has probably been a large part of the reason. You know, we've all been in the house. A lot of people haven't really been out. A lot of people haven't really been going out there and, you know, doing their regular stuff regularly through life. So everybody's been a little bit more dialed in this time, I believe, than other elections. I mean, you could cut the tension with a knife. It's so thick around just the world right now and around the states right now. 
people are I think in general just really ready for it to be over and I feel that it's going to be a relief when it finally is over and it's done and whoever's in office is in office again you may be pissed off you may be happy depending on who gets in but I think it's gonna be a general relief for it to be over and done with and I think we'll just be able to sort of move on it's been a long year I feel like this is almost like a climax to the year it's like man is 2020 going 2020 us or is this is this the relief is this when it finally is just like okay we can just sort of pull our feet off the gas a little bit because I really would like to fucking enjoy my holiday this year um, I really would like to just chill out, have some turkey, ham, stuffing, some mac and cheese, and just enjoy the holiday season. Um, and I feel like just this once November 3rd comes and is gone, and we have an idea of who's going to be in there, I feel like it's just going to be a relief gonna be a relief for all of us i think you'll see a change in people's attitudes and way they're dealing with each other because right now it's at a point where the smallest things are setting us off i pray for an extremely boring presidency like the next four years i want them to be as fucking boring as possible like absolutely boring because there has just been so much happening this year throughout this presidency like i feel like we need some boredom we need to not all be looking up every day wondering what has our president said today like it seems like the most insane shit to really look up and wake up every morning and just be like, if nothing super insane happens, it's like, oh, it's a normal day. It's cool. It's a good day. But to wake up every morning and if you see like one, to wake up every morning and know you're going to see some crazy shit that this person said or some wild shit that the president said or some misinformation that went out it's gonna be much needed for some calm some quiet and i really really hope we get that particularly in next year i just want it to be calm quiet and productive and i hope that for everybody listening like i hope next year is just calm quiet and productive we have all dealt with a hell of a lot. And like I said, this is sort of the culmination of it all. This is sort of the, the climax of it all. This is that part of the movie where everybody's like, you know, all right, this is it. This is it. Um, but regardless of whether it ends bad for you or good for you, I think it is going to be somewhat of a relief either way. Um, 
just for it to be all over with. Um, I can't wait for it to be done. And we'll see what it's like, man, at the end. With that said, this is your boy Smoking Aces. I appreciate y'all tuning in, checking in me out. Please subscribe on Spotify, on Apple, or Google, on Stitcher. You can also follow me on IG, Aces High Pod, or at Smoking Aces 85. That's the personal joint. There's also music and shit up there, too. So um, definitely continue supporting. Share it with a friend if you like it. Share it with a friend if you don't. <laughs> you know, they might like it. So, um, but again, this has been another episode. I appreciate your. I'll see y'all Monday. And we'll definitely have some shit to talk about. All right. Peace.